last week, the state of Georgia has made a decision as to the fates of the three men, the McMichaels and William Bryan, who were all found guilty of murdering Ahmaud Arbery in 2021. The state has decided that these men should spend the remainder of their lives behind prison walls. The sentences are like this. Of course, as you know, Travis McMichael, the young son of Greg McMichael, of course, was found guilty of, of malice murder and aggravated murder, was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. He was also given an additional 20 years in prison for entrapment, among other charges. His father, Greg McMichael, was not charged with, with felony murder, but was charged with malice murder, was also given life without parole. He was also given 20 years for imprisonment, entrapment, among other charges. William Bryant, who was the one who videotaped the entire incident as it went along, and in in essence, it was his video that basically was the smoking gun against all three of them. He was not charged with felony murder or murder, but was also given a life sentence for... He was also given 20 extra years on top of it. So he will be... The sentences all run concurrently with each other, which means basically... William Bryant could possibly get out in about 30 years' time if he is paroled. The other two will have to appeal to get that, uh, to get the without parole taken off, which I am very sure there will be an appeal done. I'm very, very sure of that. Now, keep in mind, this is just a state case. These are just state charges with state sentences. A federal case is already pending against all three individuals, the um, the family as well as the attorneys for the victim have already rejected a potential plea bargain that was offered to give the men 30 years on top of their sentences, 30 years in federal prison, uh, and I don't know whether those sentences will be served concurrently with the state sentences or if the federal sentences would overtake the state sentences or they would run them side by side or run them uh, consecutively, meaning they would have to do the state time the state time first before they could even do the federal time or do the federal time first, one or the other. I'm not sure what the plan is with that, but right now a trial, a federal trial is pending against all three men. And while it is so, so easy to just sit there and celebrate and say, yes, this is a great victory. Yes, we celebrate. The killers are, are no longer walking free. They're, 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 they're paying the price. Yes, that's a great reason to celebrate. But let's understand a couple things. That one victory is just one victory. Nothing more. Remember, for this one victory to take place, there have been many others that have walked the streets free. Let's remember, George Zimmerman's still walking free.
he killed that boy in broad in, in with a video camera to prove it. <laughs> Palando Castile's killer is still out free. Tamir Rice's two uh, officers that killed him. They're still walking free. They're still police. Hell, Emma Till's killer. She's still free, living her life at 80-something years old. I don't know how the hell she's doing it, but she is. So this one victory is just that, one victory. And the reason why I say that is, not, I know, like I said, I celebrate with the Aubrey family. I celebrate with every black person who has ever dealt with the injustice of being targeted and picked on and targeted simply because of the color of your skin. I figured that we had grown beyond that, but apparently we have not. And I was naive to think that we have. But let me say this. There are other George Zimmermans out there. There are other George, uh, Greg, and Travis McMichaels out there. There are other Kyle Rittenhouses out there. And they're just waiting for a moment to strike. They're waiting for the moment to lift up their, their evil fangs to do wrong. They're there. They're waiting. They're just waiting for the right moment, the right time, the right with the right circumstances, they're just waiting. And I'm going to tell you something. Let me make one thing crystal clear to you. If you think you can just sit back and relax and say, oh, everything's going to be just fine. We're not going to deal with this ever again. You're thinking you're, you're fooling yourself. You are fooling yourself. So I say to my people, to my black people, to my brown people, celebrate, yes, let's celebrate. Let's 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 celebrate with the Arbors. And know, without a shadow of a doubt, that they're killers. For most of, for the most part, we'll probably never see the light of day again. But at the same time, let us be sober. Let us be vigilant. Let us keep our eyes and our ears open. Because we have an enemy out there. Believe it or not. That's looking for somebody to devour. And he'll use anyone to make it happen. Believe me. Because you got, and it's not even always the white men. They're enemies within our own community. We got to look out for each other, folks. Because we're the one community that don't care about nothing, that don't care about anything about each other. We don't. We don't look out for each other. We don't love each other. We don't help each other. 
Then when somebody's dead or gone or sick or whatever, now everybody want to start talking about how much they loved them, but you never done anything for them in life. Don't wait till they cold and stiff in a box, and now you want to talk about how much you loved them. It's too late then. You know, I remember there was a time when, you know, kids could go outside freely and play. You know, everybody now looking out for the boogeyman. Everybody looking out for the for the for the man in the van, the man with the ice cream truck. You know what I'm saying? And we, you know, we got to be vigilant for our children. We do. We got to be vigilant for our children. We got to be. The the times in which we live demand it. They demand it. They demand it. There was a time when when I see old couples would walk outside and take a walk before they go to bed. They don't do that much anymore either. Because you got some crackhead, some powderhead trying to break in their house, get their little social security check so they can get that little cheap $5 high. Breaking some old lady house so they can get them a little quick twist. Yeah. But they know that they can do those things because we don't care. We can see something going on and turn the other way. Because we're only concerned about ourselves. We're not concerned about the community. And that's why things like what happened with the Arbors, like what happened with Ahmaud Arbery, what happened with Trayvon Martin, what happened with... Uh, uh, Alton Sterling, what happened with Tamir Rice, what happened with uh, so many people, Terrence Crutcher, I could name names all day long. That's not the point. The point is we got to be sober, folks. We got to be vigilant. We got to start looking out for one another. And if we really want to honor the memory of Ahmaud Arbery, the way you honor his memory is not by going around dancing and celebrating and huckabucking. The best way to honor his memory is to take care of each other. That's how you honor his memory. Start looking out for one another. Start helping one another. Start making our communities better. We're always looking for somebody else to fix the problems we can fix. I don't understand that. We looking for always looking for outside help to get to get the problems to get our problems fixed. When we have like we're just totally helpless. We can't do nothing unless somebody else steps in. We are not helpless, folks. And you are far from a victim. Believe me, you are not helpless and you are not a victim. Truth is, you have the power within yourself. We have the power within ourselves to fix our communities. But it just starts with a little care, a little concern, a little, I, I give a damn. You know, that. We got to start looking out for our women. You know, we looking out for racist people. We got to start looking out for our ladies. 
Ladies, this don't bring anything home on two legs just because he you don't want to be alone. I got a man. Yeah, but you brought a monster home. And he loving you. He kissing on you, but he got his eyes on your daughter. He got his eyes on your son. Believe me. He ain't think he, he said he love you. Yeah, he love you to get to them. There's plenty of art. Yeah, there's like they said, there's plenty of a, a Mark. There's plenty of, of Travis and Greg McMichaels. There's plenty of, of Kyle Rittenhouse. There's plenty of uh, Amber Geigers and uh, Carolyn Bryant's out there. True that. There are plenty of them people. And they're just waiting for the right moment. But you can best believe there are plenty of R. Kelly's and Michael Jackson's too. Yeah, I love I love R. Kelly and Michael Jackson. They're my favorite singers. Great singers, great talent, but they have a problem. And the sad part is they really never address it in their lifetime. And they think it's okay to live the way they want to live. You know what I'm saying? We got to start looking out for each other, folks. What happened to young Dolph would never have happened if we had a community that really cared. You know what I'm saying? We wouldn't have these problems, period, if we were concerned. If, if parents started being parents, you know, everybody want to bring a child to the world, but nobody want to take care of that child. Everybody think, you know, and the problem is we, we our men aren't acting like men because you're going to have men to train these boys how to be men. 95, almost 80, 90% of our boys are being raised by women. And I'm and I'm not saying that to do any mother raising a boy. I'm not. I commend any mother to try that raises boys or girls by themselves. But the truth of the matter is, mama can't teach a boy how to be a man. It takes a man to teach do that. It takes a man to teach a boy how to be a man. And if it ain't there, then guess what? They're gonna learn it somewhere. And it's always usually going to be from the wrong sources. So this is the reason why you see so many beefs out there in the street, people out here using guns to take care of business instead of going out there and talking to folks and discussing things at the table. And 90% of your beefs ain't even about nothing. You worried about a street, a color, something like that. It's insignificant. You know, life's too short for stupidity. We're not guaranteed another day on this planet. Do you want to waste your time over ignorant stuff? Believe me, jail and the jailhouse and the graveyard are full of people who thought like that 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 simple little beasts were worth the, the effort. And they suffering right now, and their families are suffering right now. So yes, let's celebrate with Ahmad Arbery. Let's celebrate his memory. Let's celebrate the fact that his killers have finally been prosecuted and are going to go to jail where they belong. Yes, let us celebrate. But at the same time, let us be vigilant. Let us start caring for one another. Let's start looking out for each other. 
Let's start working together and helping each other. Because believe me, a vigilant, sober, strong community, even if somebody tried to do something against us, they wouldn't be able to do it because they know they have a thousand people waiting on them, a million people waiting on them to stop them. You know what I'm saying? You don't go. You can't go over there to China and do something to any person that's from China, and you don't have a million Chinese after you. You can't do something against anybody that's from uh, Russia. You have a million Russians after you. You can't do something. You can't do nothing to, to, to a lot to 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 a whole bunch of communities. We're the only community that don't care about each other. We're the only community that don't look out for each other. We're the only community that don't help each other. We help everybody else but us. And that's why we're behind right now. So as we celebrate justice being served, I say it with some with grave concern that we need to be more vigilant and sober and caring, especially when it comes to each other. We need to start looking out for our women. We need to start looking out for our children. We need to start looking out for our elderly folks. We need to start looking out for everybody. Because our strength is only going to come together. Period. It's only going to come together. It won't come any other way. It won't come any other way. Believe me, there's more to this story because, like I said, they got a federal trial pending. You know, and if it's anything like the first, like the state trial, it's gonna be juicy and it's gonna be good. But I just want to just let y'all know, my people, let's take care of each other. We're all we got. God put us here together for a reason. And I'm not talking just about black folks in the United States. I'm talking about black people throughout the entire diaspora of, of a world. Because there's probably not a place in the world where you can't find black people. There's not a place on the planet. You can go to Europe. You can go to Asia, you can go to Africa, anywhere. There's going to be black people. But they also know that we're not a united people. That needs to change. We got to work together, folks. Together. You could be lighter than me. You can speak better English than me. You, my brother, let's work together. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter. Website's coming. Like I said, I'm dealing with a little slight sickness, but I'm okay. By the grace of God, I'll be good. Anyway, love you guys. 
Big Mel, who is Rugrat. Peace out.